Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Higher Battle Podcast. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for joining me today. You know what? You made it halfway through the week. You were doing absolutely amazing, and I'm just I'm just so glad you're here. If you're new, my name is Peyton, and here we talk about Jesus and together walk through the highs and lows of living a life for God. So today we're going to talk about that feeling we get when it, it just seems like evil is winning that the enemy is present in your life, it feels like it's the loudest voice in your life, and it feels very crippling. And that it kind of just feels like God is somewhere far away. And I want us to talk about how we can work through that, and how we can look into some reasons why you might be feeling this way, and kind of how to get through that and combat that. And I think we need to remember, before we get into this, that this world was never meant to be our forever home. And we learn, as we start our relationship with Jesus, that this world is a broken and wicked world. We see what Jesus experienced when he was walking in the flesh. We see what he went through. We see the hardships. We see the evil he experienced. And it was never meant for it to be easy And we were never promised that we would not face hardships as followers of Christ. But we were promised that we would have refuge and feel peace in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And that we would have eternal life with Jesus. But let's kind of just dive into this today. And really dissect and work through this feeling together. Because I want you to know that you're not alone. I felt this before. A lot of other people who are walking with Jesus have felt this before. And I hope that by the end of this podcast episode, you feel some kind of peace and clarity. Or at least feel as if you know what step to take next in your faith. I think a common misconception is that we have to hide our anger from God our frustration, that we can't get mad at God, that we can't express those kind of negative feelings with God or towards God, that God gets mad at us when we're mad. But really, guys, really, it's okay to talk to God about anything and everything. Really anything, I promise. He wants to hear it all. How else can he help you through it? How else can you move past your anger and hurt if you don't let him in? At least give him the chance and permission to heal you. At least, I hope most of you have already invited him into your heart to change your heart and begin that journey. But give him the chance to do that. Give him the chance to heal you. And it's okay to get frustrated with God. It's okay to ask him why. It's okay to be like, God, why is this happening? Help me understand what is going on. How do you guys learn more in school? you ask questions. You will learn more about God and your relationship with him if you ask more questions. How did you get to know your best friend? Well, you ask questions. You get to know their favorite color. You just start out with all those base level questions and you get to know that person. And now you can tell your best friend just about anything because you grew that relationship and you strengthened that bond. But with God, seek that knowledge. Also, it's okay to hate evil. It's okay to be mad at what's going on. It's okay to hate crime and injustice, obviously. God feels the same way. God is a just God, which is one of his characteristics that I honestly love the most about him. 
Every judgment that was brought on countries and people in the Bible was fair, and for a reason. God is a fair God. One thing I tell everybody when they bring this idea up to me, that they're struggling with the enemy and the way it's influencing their life, and they feel very far from God, is pray. Keep talking to God. Never stop talking to God. I don't care how far you feel from him or how hopeless you feel. Never stop praying. Without communication, relationships die. We know this. People know how hard a long-distance relationship is and how it really comes down to trust and communication. Just with every other relationship that you have in your life, it really comes down to the way you communicate with them. That is exactly what Satan wants to happen to your relationship with God is for it to die. Satan wants your relationship with God to die, to not exist. He loves it when you don't communicate with him. I want you to treat your relationship with God like others in your life. You fight for it. If you have a rocky season, if you fight for a bit, if you fight with your sister, your brother, your friends, you fight for that relationship. You fight to keep that relationship healthy. Remember the power of prayer. God hears you, I promise. And he wants to keep hearing you. He wants to keep talking to you. And I promise you, God is talking back to you. He is communicating with you. But because of the evil that is present in the world, because humans think we have the ability to decide what is good and what is evil, there will always be something that is pulling you away from God. So it's going to take work for you to feel close to God, for you to build this strong relationship. We were given free will, the choice to choose to follow and serve God or to serve ourselves, but only God truly knows and determines what is good and evil. That's why with the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, we are given that discernment to know what is good and what is evil solely based on God's word. See, there will always be evil present in the world until the day Jesus returns. But don't get all upset about that. Don't start to lose hope. Don't get stressed. That's why Jesus died to forgive us of our sins and so that we would be protected from the wrath of God and that we could have a relationship with him, that we could have the Holy Spirit with us. I really just have to constantly remind myself of the truths and goodness of God. When I'm feeling weighed down by the evils of the world, when I'm feeling far from God, I really just have to force myself to be in the presence of God, to be present and to read the Bible and to just get deep within his word. And one of my favorite Psalms is Psalms 91. And it says, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by the day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. 
If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you, no disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands, and so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra, you will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. This is really reassuring, honestly, for me. I hope it's reassuring for you. Really brings me peace and hope when I'm struggling, and that if we love and live for the Lord, he will protect us. And we see words used here like dwell shadow of the almighty refuge those are great words right we need shelter we need a safe place to stay we need that safe place to dwell in order for us to survive and i think the key here is when it says to rest in the shadow of the almighty so if we think about our shadows our shadows are close to us your shadow is attached to you and follows you it's near we are to live a life that is within the shelter of the Lord's shadow. That means you have to be close to the Lord. For this peace and rest, you must live out that lifestyle each and every day and to seek to know God more. When you begin to live like this, you realize the significance of his protection, the, the beautiful gift of this kind of protection, of this salvation and this promise. I love this. For me, it's almost like I'm not sure how anyone survives without knowing and being loved by the Lord. Yes, God loves everyone, but the thing is, not everyone knows God loves them. Not everyone accepts that and feels that, which honestly, it breaks my heart because me now, at this point in my faith, I'm like, I have no idea how I made it this far without knowing God. Like, it's the most beautiful and amazing thing I've ever experienced, and to be able to teach you guys about this, that that he's called me and given me the privilege and ability to speak and be able to share and even to talk about this. I love this. It, it makes my heart so happy. Then we see the psalm describe how God offers protection. So God protects us from being deceived. When we are near to him, it's a whole lot harder for the enemy to pull us away and to confuse us with these lies. When you're really sharp on God's word, when you've really been in God's word, no matter how much scripture Satan throws back at you and loves to twist it, because we know Satan also knows scripture, so you have to really understand what you're reading, and the closer you are to that, you're living in God's shadow, you're learning more about God, it's going to be way harder for the enemy to be able to pull you away from that. Also, it's important to know that here, it's not promising that we as believers will never experience evil, that we'll never go through these trials, these tribulations, never face these like low points in our life, never fall sick with disease, that we would be spared of all these things, but instead that we are all promised deliverance from these things when Jesus returns, promised eternal life, freedom from these things. And we are assured at the end of this psalms twice the power of god's protection not once but twice 
<laughs> David, when he was writing this, must have known that someone would need to hear this twice. I could just imagine when God was helping these men write these books of the Bible that he was like, yeah, you might you might need to reassure them twice because they're really going to need to to rest in this. I know someone's going to struggle and they're going to need to hear this twice in order to really understand this. I love that. I really just think God's a, a big jokester up there. But but I think this is the beautiful thing is he helps us through these things. Like if we do go through something, God's there for us. And even when you feel like you are far from God and distant from God, honestly, he is a lot closer than you think. And a lot of times you're kind of just being blinded by either something the enemy is telling you, what's been filling your mind, or just something of this world that is distracting you from how close God actually is. So what are some tangible things you can do to feel closer to God and also to change your attitude towards God? Because sometimes you really just need an attitude adjustment in order to kind of be snapped out of the season you're in, the struggle you're going through. And that doesn't apply to all situations and to all of you, but I just think sometimes, and I've even been caught in this, that I really just need to change my attitude towards God, towards what he's doing. First of all, the answer I give everyone all the time when they bring me an issue that they're going through, when they are telling me they're far from God, I say, read your Bible. Make time to read your Bible. It's really just the answer to all issues. (laughs) I mean, to an extent, you know, you know what I'm saying. But read the stories. Feel and soak in what others are experiencing how Jesus showed up in those stories, and how people's lives were turned around. Some of the most hopeless and broken lives were turned around in these stories, which I just love. But honestly, for me, when I read a book in the Bible and I really dig into it and really understand what it's saying, I feel so much closer to God afterwards. It's like you're reading about someone someone's personal story. It's like God becomes your best friend the more you learn about him and get to know him. I also think it will be so much easier for you to talk to God about the hard things when you know him more. You will pour all your feelings out to your best friends, to those you know really well, but not to a complete stranger. So I think you need to strive to have Jesus as one of your best friends, someone you can tell anything and everything to that you feel that comfort with. Secondly, take some time to reflect on why you feel distant. There is always something that started to create that distance, and there has to be something that has happened to you to cause you to feel this way, to cause you to all of a sudden feel distant from God because I know sometimes that distance comes after like a spiritual high. After you feel on fire for God and close to God, sometimes you can feel that distance or I don't know, maybe there's been a time where you haven't read the Bible in a really long time, therefore you feel far from God. So kind of reflect and try to find that source because I think even if you think there isn't one, there really is one. I think that could really be beneficial for you guys to take that time to reflect. And personally, when I feel like I'm alone and going through something that God wouldn't understand or he's too far to help me with, I look up stories in the Bible. I look up stories about things that pertain to what I'm going through. So maybe like 
stories about depression in the Bible, stories about heartbreak in the Bible. I love finding stories in the Bible that relate to what I'm going through because it's such a great way to view your issue from a godly perspective. And it also is so helpful to see how God helped these people and how God showed up. And I think when you see those examples, it can really help you to see, whoa, God is actually showing up in my life. He has answered that prayer. I think sometimes we get very stuck in our own perspectives and really stuck in the issues that we're going through that we don't take the time to kind of see, hmm, let's think of this from God's perspective. Like, he probably is helping me right now, but I'm not seeing how he's helping me because I'm kind of just stuck in my own mind and my own way that I think it should be fixed. So I think that can really, really help you guys. Looking up stories that pertain to what you're going through. You might really notice things that you've never noticed before, which can be honestly amazing. Lastly, I'd say you could have a whole bunch of worship sessions. Just jam out. Find some great worship playlists on Spotify or wherever you listen to your music and just have that intentional time with the Lord in that way. I think it puts less pressure on you to feel like you have to talk. Um, and it's a good way to just kind of let your feelings out. I know there have been so many times where I would put on worship music and just cry, you guys. Cry a ton, let me tell you. <laughs> and God really knew how to speak to me through those songs, through that worship music, through worship. And in me giving thanks to the Lord and worshiping, there started to become a posture and kind of a back and forth with me and God where he was kind of like helping me open up in that way. And it was really just so cool to see the way he was helping me release those emotions I was holding in. Because you guys, I bottle things up very well. I internalize my issues so well. And I'll just close that off and be like, yep, we're not going to deal with that. And so I just love that in that way he was able to heal my heart and soul through that way. And it's so much... It's like not intimidating at all to just throw on a song. We listen to song and songs and music every single day. So to just come to God in that way. And yes, worship is supposed to be praise and thanks, but I also think it's a great way to open up space for you to be with just you and God and to to feel his presence and to talk about these things. And and for me, it was more about me just feeling these things out for me to actually cry and and for me to honestly soften my heart and allow God to start that healing and because I imagine when you bottle something up it's kind of hard to crack open it's hard to release so I needed that cry session you guys sometimes even in the car and people would think I was a maniac as I'm driving down the road bawling or driving down the road talking to someone that's not even in my front seat yep conversations with Jesus I just love them to death but that was just really necessary for me and that was what I needed to heal. And so I hope these things help you. I hope the psalm kind of gives you some hope and that God always wins, you guys. God has already won and I think you just need to remember that uh, this is not our forever home. There will always be evil and we just need to rest and stay close to God and to rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I love that and I think for the rest of this year I'm just gonna maybe just write that somewhere and just put it up on my wall or something of when I'm feeling far from God answering the question of am I dwelling in his shadow 
Am I trying to be close to God? Do I need a change of attitude? Kind of ask yourself these things as you go into the rest of this week and just the rest of this year, but I love you guys. I hope you are doing well and I don't want you to feel alone and I don't want you to feel um, hopeless right now. So, if you need more from me, if you'd like to talk or something, um, go ahead and DM me. My my DMs on Instagram are always open for chats like this. Um, I love chatting with you guys and, and praying for you and kind of helping you through your walk with Jesus. And once again, I'm no expert um, and I'm constantly seeking more knowledge from the Lord, so I'll help you the best that I can. But yeah, that's all I have to say. I'll leave you guys with that. And I will see, I mean, I will be with all of you guys again. I wish I could see you, honestly. Anyway, I will be with all of you guys again next Wednesday. All right, see you guys.